All right, before we start, we need to sage the group chat. We've already started. We're saging. Yeah, currently saging. Saging the strip club? The Shout out Kyrie. How do you I'm sage protecting... a podcast? Listen, I'm protecting us from Pat Reed, Tyrrell Hatton, any, any bad guys in the game of golf. Before like I forget, Davis. Mike, did you see the video uh, that the European Tour just came out with Tyrrell Hatton? It was that one club no. challenge. It was Morikawa, Martin Keimer, and Terrell Hatton. Oh, God. And I almost (laughs) wanted to like Terrell Hatton in this video. He was actually pretty charismatic. Oh, come on. But you see his actions on the golf course, and you're like, I just can't like this guy. He's one of those guys. So, so have anybody watched, has anybody watched like the replays of final rounds that have been going on Golf Channel this past week? No. Nope. They replayed Bay Hill and. Hatton at Bay Hill on the back nine is absolute oh, he fireworks. Was a, he was a menace. He flipped, he flipped off the pond. He he used his he used his putter as a shotgun and then he shot the pond. I think he flipped <laughs> off his golf ball too. And everybody's like, he's gonna blow up, he's gonna blow up. And then he comes in at like even par when the tournament was it was like biblically hard. Yeah. And closes it out, beats Sung Jay, beat uh I think Matt Fitzpatrick went low. It was kind of a tough scene. Yeah, that sucked. Okay, opening question. Opening question is... It's the Christmas special. It Yes. First of all, yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Let's get holidays. that out of the way. Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Hope you Happy have a good Hanukkah. Time. As good as you can. Merry, Merry holidays. Yeah, Merry holidays. What I say. Merry holidays. So opening question is... What's the best golfing-related Christmas gift you can receive or give, but mostly receive? There's, what golf-related? There's so many. I I I disagree, Mike. I think I think there's only one. There's only one. Only one that you can get, and it's what, a, a new driving iron. Chris, not a golf club. No, it's a club because it's the greatest feeling when you see the shape of a club wrapped up, or you see the cardboard box, and you know it's a golf club. I, I'm That's just imagining, and you're just hoping. I'm just imagining a, like a driver wrapped up perfectly, and then you just start shaking it. Like, Ooh, I wonder what this could be. <laughs> like, is it a bike? Chris, I I think you're kind of right about that, but at the same time, Santa doesn't know lofts and lie angles. He's not going to be able to dial up the club like you want it. He's going to give Santa you has the, your specs. He doesn't have your specs. He's going to give you as long as it's a driving rack. iron, we're fine. He's going to give you the off the rack <laughs> bullshit that you. You just don't want – you want golf balls is what you want because, you know, you can play high-quality golf balls. Like, say you're a, you're a Pro V1 guy. You get TP5s. Big, oh. big deal. No. Oh, God. Go I throw them out. I throw them no. out. No. I throw TP5X is like playing a – is playing like a glorified top flight. Have you seen that thing around the greens? I haven't played those. I haven't played those Pick them right back up the chimney. I don't mind the TP5, though. I think it actually cuts cuts through the wind a little better than some of the other balls, but shout out Taylor Mays. What true. I would love to get, actually, are the Bridgestone B330s with the little tiger on it. You know they made the ones where you have t- the tiger imprinted on the ball? That would be sick. What, like his name or an yeah. actual tiger? Oh, yeah, I've seen no, those. No, like yeah. his name, yeah. What does Bryson play? Does he play the same ball as Tiger? Does he have his own custom ball? I think he plays. Well, the doesn't same he ball. put his in like like an Epsom salt bath to like see like where the <laughs> buoyancy test the buoyancy of of all the balls? Yeah, doesn't he? It's yeah, he goes through sleeves and like throws out the ones he doesn't like. Yeah, that's Apparently a waste. Some are manufactured slightly differently. Gives <laughs> the rest to Goodwill. Man, I mean, some of the things that Bryson does. You want to say he's a bot, but it, it's just – it's gold. I mean, he's comedic genius. He's content gold. How he's do you think Bryson is celebrating Christmas? For, by the God, looks of I it, don't he's been know. spending a lot of time with GM Golf and, and uh, Kyle Berkshire trying to chase distance. That is, that is a trident from hell. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the, the combo of uh, – of, Kyle Berkshire and Bryson is hilarious because Bryson, Who do you, Bryson couldn't now, suck Kyle's dick more. It's but really here's the thing: as as like annoying as Kyle Berkshire is, due to like the content, I don't have anything against him personally. I feel no. like he'd be a guy you want to have a beer with. For Bryson sure. and GM Golf, you 
after two hours, you're, you want to do, you want to smash your head in. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't you're watch a lot wrong. of GM golf, but I saw that he was with Bryce. And so I Mike, what's your response to this question? So I have a little show and tell right now. My girl, she got me a gift. It's this little golf-related mug. You see the dimple pattern right here? I, I appreciate that Describe this is even a visual Describe feature. It to the listeners. It's a mug so, with a hole. It's a mug, but it has the dimple pattern of a golf ball. And then, hold on, let me open up my desk. It comes with a little, with this little putter and a golf ball. And when you're bored, you can just, you can just putt it straight through the hole. That is so bootleg. <laughs> it's, it's sick. That's kind of a knickknack, but it's sick. When I, you know, I wake up, make my, make my pot of black coffee, and, and miss then, a bunch of pots, and miss a bunch of putts like I typically do, do, you do go, whenever. Do you go whenever I have the, on that? I haven't tried the claw grip yet. I, I've been going conventional. Haven't even tried cross-handed yet, but we could be going to the claw pretty soon. Who made that and thought? This is a Shark Tank-worthy idea. Like, where do you get that from? I mean, if you see the middle, it just – I don't, I don't even know so how to describe boring. it. So, what, so oh like, when I'm, pouring, so when I'm pouring my cup, it's just, like, splattering all over the place. So I'm starting <laughs> to pour it down the side like post, it's a cup of beer. We'll yeah. post on Instagram Mike pouring some <laughs> coffee into the mug. You'll see how ridiculous this looks. Mike, that, looks that like cup is going to – A little arch disgusting in three months when you have coffee grinds the bo- in the bottom where you can't get them out in the little trough <laughs> the, yeah, the, little, <laughs> the little valley and you're just like scooping it out there with like you probably have to use like a t- toothbrush to get get it out yeah we'll throw it up on the story so everyone can see but that's that's an outrageous gift it's sick so our agenda today on the pod is that we don't have an agenda. We're going to talk a little bit of golf. We're going to talk some more holiday stuff. We really, we're an open book today. And the podcast Seinfeld, the show about nothing. We really, we're going to open it up. We're going to talk some football. We're going to talk some, some food, some drink. We'll talk a little PNC. We haven't talked about that yet, but we don't we'll want to talk, give it too much airtime. We'll talk a little NBA. We'll We'll fear monger about the Celtics getting their ass kicked by the Bucks tonight. Yep. Okay, let's start. Let's stick on the holiday theme, and we'll go with: Is turkey acceptable on Christmas, or should it stay no, on Thanksgiving? No, 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 absolutely not. It's it's yeah, a Thanksgiving. It's a Thanksgiving meal only. I when people told me that they eat turkey on Christmas, I'm like, what are you What are you doing? Yeah, it's exclusively doing? for Thanksgiving. I don't know what you guys eat on, on Christmas. We... Ham. It's a Christmas ham. You like ham? Oh, it's a Christmas ham, yeah. It's a Christmas ham. You get a nice glazed ham. I have, Come on, I have like a mental block with ham and turkey where it's either it either comes on Thanksgiving or it goes sliced on a sandwich. It can't be, can't be just like a giant hawk. It's too sweet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I usually have ham as well, but a lot of times I don't even eat lunch or dinner because that in the mornings i've eaten so much like junk cookies pie stuff from the night before from christmas eve like candy and shit so i'm usually just so stuffed by the end of that that i don't even eat for the rest of the day yeah and that's why you're 150 (laughs) (laughs) he's on his christmas fast and chris can vouch for me he it's really remarkable uh how little i weigh for the way i eat Sean he eats is the a gallon man. of ice cream a week. Gallon of ice cream a week. Oh, way more than that. I would say. Uh, that's probably fair on average, but what flavor are, ice cream? It depends. He gets I mean. these ridiculous flavors like cotton candy. Yeah. I'll that's switch it up. rancid. I go back. I mean, an all time flavor for me is mint chocolate. You should candy. go to court. Court? Yeah, that, that's disgusting. That's a criminal offense. Cotton candy ice cream? Dude, if you have enough of something, you got to change it up. It's like if you're smoking weed all the time, you're probably going to end up switching to like crack or something. Well, <laughs> I case, don't think that's how it works. In, in, Mike's, okay. case, in Mike's case, <laughs> or in Mike's case, cocaine. Exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> I mean, you got to switch it up. If God. you ever, guys, if you're ever in Boston and you need a plug, text Mike. We went over this. You've said this like four times and I'm going to say the same thing. Do not text me. I will block you. So, I mean, I it's pretty, it's unanimous. 
ham on Christmas. It's unanimous. That's I vote neither, but things we've all agreed on. But turkey, History but turkey stays on Turkey Day. Yeah, I agree. I mean, when else are you eating turkey? I think turkey's kind of kind of overrated, to be honest. Can, light meat turkey's overrated. Absolutely, dark meat turkey's the shit. Yeah. Light meat, yeah. light meat's awful because once it's dry, there's no going oh, back. It's like eating oh, sandpaper. Like, yeah, and it like yeah. crumples like cardboard. Yeah. That's actually a perfect texture description, cardboard. All right. Can we, can we agree on one thing? That as you get older, you realize that Thanksgiving is the superior holiday to yeah. Christmas. <laughs> That's so true. I've already I, realized that. It's so much better because it's, it's so much better for so many reasons. It's uniquely American, which I, which I love. I love. That too. Yeah, that's cool. Because, you know, that so, element of family, the parade – football granted that there's bound to be at least one or two games that just absolutely doesn't matter you get cowboys you get redskins you get lions you get bills doesn't matter thanksgiving football always be better than christmas basketball oh i agree firstly i do not agree with that but secondly don't agree to anyone that says american culture does not exist they can go shove a turkey up their ass secondly (laughs) NBA basketball on Christmas is so much better than Thanksgiving football. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Wanna, here's the thing. By the fourth game, you're absolutely burnt out. Yeah, but you don't watch all the games. You know, like you can have them on as background noise. Like the problem to me with Thanksgiving football is that you never end up getting good matchups. Like this year, the games were so shitty. And I know we had that Still, rape. It's list. like bonus football, though. It's bonus football. There's nothing better than bonus football. But I think you still need to do away with the tradition that the Lions and the you Cowboys need to get rid of the have Lions to play. It's so bad. Because the, the NFC East is insipid, no. and the Lions are always average to below average. I like to see the Lions. I never get to see them play. Yeah, their, but ceilings, I, their ceiling's nine and seven. I don't need to watch the Cowboys and Jerry Jones. I mean, you're literally feeding – the whole America's team thing by putting the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, which I hate. I hate Jerry Jones America's looks like team. an electric eel. <laughs> Random comment. Yeah, it's kind of a sick comment though. That was but a no response. The good, th- yeah, that was a no response. But the good thing about uh, NBA basketball on Christmas is that you get the good matchups. Like every year, they pick the right matchups. They you get a finals rematch a lot of the time, or you get a conference final rematch. I like to watch those games. I'm they sorry. Do have just... great, they do have great games. And they the jerseys, do. too. The Christmas yep. jerseys are yep. really underrated. I think those are sick. Do you like those, like, short sleeve jerseys, not the tank top versions? Oh, the short sleeves are no, more. I, I could do away with the short sleeves. I hate I the like the, the theme. With of the them. V-neck, the V-neck short sleeves. Oh, there's oh, nothing more. God. Those, remember those and it's, like, skin jerseys? tight. Yeah, those calves short, yeah. uh, short oh, sleeves. Those are the horrible. worst with the gray sleeves. I'm thinking of the year where, where the Warriors played the Cavs and they all played in those short sleeves. And it was yeah. just – it was <laughs> rancid. Yeah, it was outrageous. Um, what do you get more giddy for? Like afternoon, afternoon Thanksgiving football or afternoon Christmas, Christmas basketball? Because I think I get – I feel like I get more giddy for, for the first Christmas game than I do the first Thanksgiving game. I think, and yeah. I think that's purely down to the fact that the Lions are always the first game. Yeah, but the drop off is harsher on Christmas. Yeah, it because is on Christmas game. evening you're like, yeah, uh, you know. But with football, you can never really get down on a game because it's still football. It's still bonus football. Yeah, on Christmas by the eight o'clock game, I'm toast. Usually though, the eight o'clock game is a really good game. Last year, I think it was Lakers Clippers, maybe, but. Usually it's a really good Western Conference game. So I actually enjoy watching that one. It's the midday ones that get lost in the shuffle for me. The 5.30 game gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah. And, then that, and then the 10.30 game is just – I don't even think about it. Yeah. I think if we lived on the West Coast, I'd probably have more an appreciation for Christmas basketball because I'd be able to watch all the games because three hours behind us. Agreed. Okay. Moving on, Mike, you wanted to have the eggnog debate, and it's actually a great debate, 
and it would be a great debate. I ha- never had eggnog. I've also never, never had, had eggnog. eggnog. <laughs> this is not going to be a long debate. I. What is your take? Over ice or hot? Neither. I think it's gross, and that's coming from somebody who absolutely loves eggs and also absolutely loves alcohol. But I cannot do eggnog. It, What's your? What is it? Thing. Why? Why don't you like it's it? It's just like this like weird frothy texture and also just like just imagine raw eggs with booze in it. It's, it's gross. Yeah, that's I, when you had eggnog, did you have it warm or cold? I had it like lukewarm. That's that not not much is gonna be good lukewarm though. You know, you wanna know what's also confusing? Why does it come in a milk carton? Because it's sick. It makes yeah, it but... look disgusting now. <laughs> With yeah, like it looks a like yellowish brown kind of. Yeah. <laughs> it's like poop brown. You know, like the orange juice that you get in in the carton, like get in like a school lunch when you're in elementary school. That's yeah. what I think of when I see eggnog in a carton. It's just like there's no reason for this to be in a carton. I, yeah, I elementary I school like orange juice was actually the most disgusting oh. stuff ever. It was like Sunny D, but yeah. like fifty percent watered down. What? Well, okay. but shout out Sunny D. Shout out fruit D. cups. I thought those fruit cups were the worst. Well, private school orange juice is a little better. <laughs> yeah, not all of us are posh like you. Yeah, uh, sorry that sorry that they fucking okay, juice okay. the oranges in the, in the kitchen. <laughs> I was slumming it in the public school cafeterias, yeah. and it was like weird. a maximum microwave pizza. Yeah, I mean it was gross. Yeah, they juiced the orange in front of Chris, and he got all the pulp. Yeah, you got to send it back if, if it wasn't thick enough for you. Yeah, you got a souffle for, for school oh. dessert. Okay. <laughs> uh, are you done now? Prime rib. Are you done now? Yeah, I'm done. Smoked salmon I... for breakfast. <laughs> Can I say something? Chocolate covered strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done. <laughs> all right, all right, go ahead. Go no, ahead. we're done. I don't want sushi for lunch. We're, we've gotten carried away. Go ahead. I, well, I was going to say <laughs> was that I feel like it's something that you really want to like. I like I would. I don't think I would like eggnog, but I would really want to like eggnog because it's just like that classic thing. It's like, oh, grab a bottle of eggnog. Like, it's really festive. You it really is festive. If I was at like a company Christmas outing and everybody was drinking eggnog, I'd feel obligated to drink eggnog because everybody else is doing it. I'd totally succumb to peer pressure. Yeah. And also yeah. it would get me if it would get me drunk, I'll be like, okay, I'll I'll suck it up. Yeah, it can't be that bad. <laughs> I mean, there's there's some positive benefits to it. Um okay, interesting. I I was going to see what your guys' favorite holiday drink was, but I don't know that that's too interesting. Yeah, I do. I don't have a favorite holiday drink. I, I actually do. I've never what had is yours. Hot apple cider. That's a good choice. Is that a holiday drink? I feel like that's a fall drink. A little cinnamon in there. Maybe when some you nutmeg. put cinnamon in, it makes it holiday automatically. You put cinnamon in water, it's a festive drink. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What's your, what's your favorite uh, What's your favorite holiday food? Period. Pie. Oh uh, yeah, I was apple gonna say that's to be apple pie. Apple pie is the best. You can't go wrong. It's a tried and true classic. Yeah. I I think classic. if we were, I think if we were to put on the Mount Rushmore of best American foods or recipes, apple pie is an absolute lock. Yeah. One I of the agree. best. That's it's a, one of the best things that has ever been made. It is. That's a top family feud answer for sure. Oh, for sure. It's it's number two or one. Yeah. So so I want to talk about something because I just got back yesterday from Arizona. I was in Arizona and California for like 10 days playing golf. It was perfect weather. I come back with like a, a foot of snow. And I didn't know what to do today. Yeah, it's gross so I'm back here. Looking outside, it's it's nasty. It's really nasty. So, like, I, I, it brought me back to the horror days of just having to live through winter. <laughs> it sucks. I yeah. mean, what's the worst part about living through winter with golf as a golfer? Like, 
I think it, it, like just staring at your clubs in your room, just like staring at your clubs and just holding them. It makes it worse when you like pull out a club and you hold it and you're looking outside and you can't swing it and you just, oh, it's unbelievable. I had a moment like that when, when it was snowing really hard and I was, and I was practicing putting on my carpet and I just look out the window and I just let out the biggest sigh of depression. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, okay, three more months before I actually have a chance of seeing a golf course. God, you know, God willing that COVID-19 doesn't fuck everything up again. Yeah, Mike, that's actually a good point, too, about, like, putting on your carpet and swinging in your house. Like, when you do that, you're like, oh, my God, I'm so good. I'm so sick at golf. Like, you're, you're hitting putts. You're like, could I get any better? I mean, this game's too easy. And then you get out in the course the first time all year, and you're like, and None of that meant anything. Shots. Yeah, yeah, it means nothing. Anything. <laughs> but I think the worst part about winter golf or the winter golf experience is going to a range where it's all mats and it's freezing cold out and the mats are like rock hard. <laughs> and you're like getting arthritis in your wrists and elbows as you're hitting balls. You're so desperate to hit no, balls. No, yeah, the worst part grinding. is grinding. So I went to the range the other day. And I forgot my glove and it's like 30 oh, no. degrees outside oh, <laughs> and I was hitting the ball. Well, you catch one a little thin. I sculled one and I just got the full vibration of both arms. I thought I was having a heart attack. It, it's just the worst yeah, that's feeling. A, yeah, it really is. Yeah. And the for our Southern like, listeners that complain about dormant Bermuda and all that. Softies. Softies. I mean, come on. You don't you don't get the struggle. Give me you really don't get it. So I I appreciate that this is a, a unique experience to us three. But Chris has a shed in his backyard where he has a simulator. And when we're all back, and when we're all back from from winter break, we'll go to Chris's house for a simulator session and and for mm-hmm. some for some drinks, maybe some you know virgin mai tais for Sean because he's underage, but. We have, our, we have our session, we have a ton of fun, and then we go back home and we just say to ourselves, that's the closest I'm going to get to a golf course for <laughs> another few months. And you're, just, and you're just sad for the rest of the night. That's the worst thing that's happened to me in terms of winter golf the past few years. <laughs> well, I do have to say that that shed has been slowly turned into an exclusive yoga studio. And it's now it's being ransacked. Oh God, it's this is so swampy and muggy and gross in there now that it's like whew, you don't even want to step foot in there. What's the uh, what's the ratio to uh, extra clubs to humidifiers now? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, we're still running it like a probably a five to one ratio of extra clubs to humidifiers and there are, oh, few, there are quite a that's few down from 10 to one though for sure <laughs> yeah he's catching up that's not good but i will say honorable mention for the worst part of winter golf is when you get like a 60 degree day in january and you get out and you get to play nine holes and you play and great such a tease yeah and you especially if you play well if you play biggest well. tease ever because it's 30 degrees and snowing the next day and then that's you all you have to hang on to. Like you're replaying the shots. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like that's your Super Bowl. If you get a 60 degree day in February, that is your Super Bowl. That's yeah. true. Un- underrated aspect is sometimes we bitch, especially in New England summers are incredibly humid. And then we're like, oh man, imagine if our course was firm. That place is rock hard in the winter. Yeah, you're hitting <laughs> you, 400 you gotta- yards. You're hitting it 400 yards. You need to land that ball 30 yards short of the green just so you can get it close to the hole. Yeah, yeah. actually, uh, Chris has had a video go viral that we posted or he posted a couple of years ago and a couple of golf accounts that probably all of you follow picked it up. It was uh, you guys were throwing a ball in the first green of our nine-hole course and uh, it would bounce like 35, 40 feet in the air. Yeah, it was – legitimately a car path so it was like what you would imagine a car path would be yeah you're i do like want to eight irons I do, from like 
220, you know, yeah. bouncing him up there. Or you're hitting, like, I do want to say one that. thing, though. Jackson was, like, gronk spiking that golf ball. That's fair, but I took a video a couple years ago in the same spot, actually, on a cold day, and I didn't throw it very hard, and it still bounced a good yeah. 20, 25 feet, so... Those greens can get same firm. in the bunkers too. If you hit a shot into the bunker, it's <laughs> bouncing out into the woods. Yeah, it's hitting like a rock. Firm sand can't use the bounce if you're playing from the bunker. No, you're picking that clean. Yeah, it's a pick a clean pitch out waste bunker style. So, are you guys Christmas movie watchers? No, I am, but I'm I very much not. I'm very much not in the Christmas spirit this year. Yeah, I think that's I, yeah. partially because of I'm, everything that's going on right now. But I've, I haven't watched a single Christmas movie. I haven't watched Home Alone. Haven't watched Elf. Haven't watched It's a Wonderful Life, Die Hard, whatever die other Christmas, not a movie. Christmas movie. Oh, shut the fuck up. It's not. But what do you, I mean, bullshit. It's die Hard is very much a Christmas debate. movie. It's such a dumb debate, but it's not. It's a non-Christmas movie that takes place in a Christmas setting. And makes it a Christmas movie. That doesn't inherently make it a Christmas movie. Let's agree to disagree then. I mean, Home Alone's not... Home Alone that. is tried and true, Bones, Christmas Can we, movie. But you could move that plot anywhere no, else. No, no. What, Kwanzaa? There's so many plot holes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could move that movie to Kwanzaa. And it would be the same. It would be the same thing. There's not really much Christmas spirit in that movie besides like when they, you know, eventually join up as a family again. I think, I think we should make a Home Alone Hanukkah style movie where the robbers try to, try to break in seven straight nights. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the corniest movie I've ever heard of. Yeah. They change their strategy each night. Mike, one of those things that I just don't know what to say, Mike. That was a no response. No response. Also, Home Alone is there are a lot of plot holes in that movie. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's so many start picking apart. Home there's so Home many Home. plot holes. I mean, it's not and, winning. It's not winning it's not Oscars. Win, I'll tell you that. It's not winning Best Picture. And also, you pick the two fucking stupidest robbers of all time. Yeah. Ugh. Don't disrespect Home Alone like that. And also, what a terrible mom. How do you forget him the second time? <laughs> Don't you learn your fucking lesson? Don't have that many kids. That might be a nomination for bot of the century. And choke of the century. Yeah. <laughs> choke of the century, lose your kid again. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's arguably a choke to have like 10 kids in the first place. Yeah. It is. I, that's actually the chokiest movie I've ever seen. I, I want to know what the dad did to earn that much money to support 10 kids and live in that nice of a house. They've never addressed that. What, what does he do? Is he, a, he could be a drug dealer for all I know. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, it's kind of an irrelevant plot line. <laughs> now you're, really. you're stretching. You're stretching. Yeah, it's like, yeah, if they're going for an Oscar, you probably have to establish that. But if you're going you're for picking like, apart this cool. movie, like it's game film. Yeah. Game film. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, God. Anyways. I, what were you going to say? Can we go back to can we go back to a, to a Christmas Thanksgiving debate? Chris, I know I know you'll have a say on this. What's better? Charlie Brown Christmas or Charlie Brown Thanksgiving? Uh I think it's a Charlie Woods Christmas. Shut oh my god. You're you're the absolute worst. Charlie Woods Christmas. Voice crack. Yeah, that was really bad. That was really dark. Edit that out. All right, are we going to get into Charlie's tough. Tiger, PNC here? Yes, Do we really Charlie, have to talk about it? Come on. It's the greatest, greatest Charlie of all time. The GOAT. Already the GOAT. I have already... Greatest I'm not, Charlie of all time. I'm not going to buy into... Right next to Charlie Sheen. Um, that is true. Mike, you brought that up the other day. That was a good point. But I am already expecting Charlie to win a Masters. 
And this is the problem. This the is the problem. With, no. no. The problem with golf. Yes, this is absolutely the problem. This kid is 11 years old. By age 15, at this rate, he's going to hate golf. No. No. Can you imagine the moment when he walks off the 18th green at Augusta and Tiger's right there and hugs him? Which not only replicates the moment that Tiger did in 2019 with Charlie. At this rate, Tiger's going to be in a wheelchair. With Earl Woods. Earl was on his deathbed when Tiger won in 97. Earl was on his deathbed for like 20 years. Okay. <laughs> That's actually a fair point. But the, you can't – they're already betting lines out as to – Yeah. Uh, which is – And that's like – yeah, it's really – it's almost immoral. It's not yeah. immoral. I hate people say, oh, let's not do this. Let's not do this now. Come on. The kid loves I don't, it. We shouldn't fucking do this. The kid Grant, loves it. Granted, I will say Charlie acquitted himself well, and it seems like he was able to such deal with beat. it. But he has such a good swing. But, I mean, five years of this. Oh, like, yeah. He could hate golf. He oh, could he, legitimately hate golf. He is. I think he's going to be the most Why, hyped we're hyping this, of all time. We're hyping this kid up before he's even teed it up in his – in a local AJGA event. I think yeah. he's going to be under the spotlight more than Tiger was growing and up. And that's the, that's the problem. Just because of his name doesn't mean he should constantly he's be also in the spotlight. He's also really fucking good. Yeah. I mean, just because he had one good swing and okay. hit a rope five okay. doesn't mean that, we should, okay. that we, he's I mean, second coming of Christ. Let's not go that far. He's, he's a really good player. But... Have you seen his putting stroke? His putting stroke is phenomenal. Yeah, You're only saying that because he's using a spider like you. No, I don't, I'm not using a spider right now. God, you're a club bot. <laughs> See, okay. the problem, go the ahead. problem comes uh, – I mean, yeah, he – could end up choosing golf, but we don't even know if he's going to play golf. Golf chose him. We don't even know. He could end up playing basketball. Who knows? Like he's golf old, chose him. He's old, and yeah, he's a, he's he's obviously crazy talented, and he's got a lot of his dad's mannerisms. But I think we're, I think golf media actually did an okay job with this. Like they could. I think really they did blown, a terrible job. They could have. They blown were hyping this. it. No, they were. Every post was about Charlie. No, besides, besides, I'm talking about like the PGA Tour. The PGA Tour obviously blew it out of proportion. But I think people kind of reined it in with the expectations. Like, there's obviously some people that are like, "Oh my God, he's going to win a major." The Chris. But who the cares? World. If he but doesn't, he doesn't. I'm kind mean, of backing him. Like, he's 11 years old. There's actually a lot more people saying that than I thought there would be. But why is and, that bad? What he's a, putting the expectation yeah. for him to win a major out there, and but we're all gawking at him like he's some some deity. It's kind he of is. creepy. I mean, Chris, think about how many eleven-year-olds there are that are better than him. There's a lot. Like, do you There's a remember? Lot. The, he's, yeah, yeah remember that thing. guy that was like hiding in the trees, taking pictures of him playing golf here's, like that? You <laughs> think that's <laughs> fucked up? Yeah. You don't think yeah. that's yeah. fucked up? Here's the thing: he's guaranteed to play golf at Stanford. Oh, for sure. If he wants it, he can play there just because of Tiger. So you look at Gretzky's kid playing at Pepperdine. He's not a Pepperdine caliber player. Amounted to nothing. He's, he's <laughs> not a D2 caliber player, fuck's sake. Yeah. Okay, here's my question to you guys. And if you have an answer, just answer it, okay? Um, and my question is, who will win more starting now, Tiger or Charlie? Tiger. God, if you had child- to bet on it. If you had to bet on it, you're making me it's choose a good between question. a child. You're making me it's choose a between question. a child and a it's cripple. The, it's the worst question I've ever heard. Actually. It's a great question. No, no, it's a terrible question. So who would you pick then? I. You're struggling I, to find the answer because it's I, a good I, question. You want to know why? Because I genuinely would not be surprised if both of them don't win. Yeah, I think the odds are both of them never win. Right. That is on true. On the PGA Tour. That is true. The, yeah, but if if. If if you had to bet on one, if none win, you tie. If you had to bet on one, who would you say has a better Tiger? Time? I'll say Tiger because he's actually on the PGA Tour. Yeah, Tiger's already there, and, and he's, he's arguably yeah. he can win the Masters until he's sixty. Like he he can play that so course with his eyes closed. No. Listen, ask me this question in seven to ten years, and maybe I'll dignify you with a response. I think the odds of Charlie being on tour are like not even. 
you can't even calculate them. First, of I all. think he's going to win twenty plus times on tour. Oh, I think you're God. a terrible person. Yeah. How I am I a terrible agree. person? <laughs> I love the kid. I love his dad. That's the problem. I love Elon. I love the family. You watched him play golf one weekend, and you're like, he's I love great. the kid. Like he's, he's, yeah. he's next big. I love man. Sam too. I'm not going to leave her out. But I <laughs> think about God, you are. He is reuniting the family. Do you see Elon and up. Sam? They they came to the Ritz Carlton, watched them play golf. Yeah, it's a cute family affair, and it's, it's not great. something that everyone he's else should be bring, monitoring. He's helping bring the family together. I'm not going in the woods and spying on the kid. I mean, people, but I'm rooting for him. People are creating uh, Charlie Tracker Twitter accounts that have thousands of followers already. Listeners, you should just see the look of despair that I have on my face right now listening to this. I can't deal with it anymore. Okay, let's you move know, on. There was so much Charlie talk and Charlie activations on Twitter and on Instagram that I almost started to resent the kid himself. <laughs> like, in a way, I feel bad for him. In a way, I kind of wish he sucked at golf. I wish he yeah. was terrible. He didn't play golf. He couldn't play it. golf. You can tell that he loves I, it, though. I wish he didn't well, have a problem. shred of talent. I wish he didn't have a shred of talent because then we'd expect nothing of him and he'd, he'd live a normal nothing. life. Exactly. When do you think he's going to release his schedule for this year? Oh, my God. Okay, God. okay let's move on. Let's move on. God, you're, you're a terrible on. person. I hope he chooses soccer. I really that do. That would be great if he did. I, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to be mad at Charlie. If no. He that they're not, I but I think there are some terrible yeah, people uh, that would be annoyed that he'd pick soccer okay. over golf. Well, those people are assholes. You're borderline you there. <laughs> yeah, you included. <laughs> but did you guys watch any of the PNC? Yeah, can we talk about some of the other teams? Oh, that is there were. I, other I have teams no in interest there. in the PNC. I just want to say one thing Lee Trevino still might be the purest golfer out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know that guy's machine. We need that guy drops it in the slot. Nice little butter cut. It's absolute BBs, and he's what, like eighty-one? Yeah. Can we talk about? I I know this has to do with Charlie, but not really. But Gary Player on the putting oh green, lecturing God. him about how to putt. <laughs> <laughs> it's one. It's one of the great photos. Twitter had a field day with it. So Just, good. Just him talking about cutting down trees and whatnot. <laughs> this is the absolute best. You knew that he was like screaming. Did you see the one where – I think Will Knights from the Fried Egg tweeted this, but it was a side-by-side of, of Charlie and Gary Player and then Trump like yelling at that kid that was mowing the lawn at the White House. <laughs> it just had the same energy. I just want to bring up real quick to – I thought the uh, real winner this weekend, and I tweeted this out, I think, was Tiger's relationship with Justin Thomas is great. We I think, we I'm sorry. That. I think it's so annoying. I think JT, I think JT's kind of becoming insufferable. Oh my God. It is great to see Tiger interacting with the young guys in golf because. Yeah, but we already saw that. We no, saw we that. have already seen that, but we got a really up close look at it this week. I think JT's become kind of annoying. I'm leaning towards Mike. I'm leaning towards Mike. No, I think I I think JT's a JT's a complete bot. His dad like follows him around wherever he fucking goes. He's a little bit like tries to be that guy who's like he tries a little too hard. Yeah, he tries a little too hard. But it is fun to watch. He's the closest thing to Spieth that will get to Spieth. Yeah, but Spieth is at. Here's the thing, though. He's Speed is actually, but Speed is more relatable and more charismatic and more entertaining to watch because you don't know where Speed's gonna hit it. It could, it could well, go same off. with JT. Off the, JT's a little wild off the tee. Yeah, but JT makes golf look easier than Jordan does. Jordan can, Jordan can make a round look. So that's why you don't like JT's. Because yeah, that's not really easy. No, no, no. I'm trying to say why I like why Jordan's more entertaining than JT oh, when it no, no, comes no. to watching golf. We're talking Matt. about watching JT. Oh, I think Matt. JT's absolutely obnoxious. I think he says some of the stupidest shit, like especially what? when it comes to golf courses. I, Remember him bitching and moaning Honda about. Classic. Well, Honda, Honda Classic, classic threw was that bad. guy out for 
yelling. No, I still think the worst one was him bitching about the centerline bunker at TPC Boston, and which he was right about. No, he wasn't. He absolutely ruined that hole. Have you played the course now? The hole sucks, dude. Everyone wanted that out. Every every single tour player, by all accounts, said that bunker sucked. Yeah. Well, you want to. You want to know why? Because it's actually well placed, and you know they yeah. couldn't hit it down the middle of the fairway, and they were no. bitching and moaning People because it like finds a bunker. Difficult. Yeah, no, exactly. no, 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 no. It was they ruined the best hole in the golf course. It's one thing if that hole's three hundred and eighty yards. It's another thing if it's a five hundred and twenty-five yard par four, which it's not. Yeah, it it's is. It's like some guys at at the country club. They'll hit a tree one day. The next day, it's cut down. You wonder why it's <laughs> cut down. That's that's entirely different. God. It's so somehow he slides in a shot. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, I don't. I I did like watching the PNC. It was fun, and I thought it was great. A lot of people um, gave it shit. I thought it was. Awesome. I actually liked watching Cooch, Cooch and his son. Yeah. Oh, I have to say something about this. I I don't know why I did, but seeing Kucher's son with an arm lock putter at like <laughs> age twelve. <laughs> Yeah, it, it elicited it elicited this like visceral reaction of anger that probably shouldn't have been warranted no. because he is he is a child, but it pissed me off. And he had the same tempo, the same stance, you know, is crazy. Then I felt then I felt bad for the kid because he probably has never seen a penny of allowance in his life. <laughs> I think he's doing all right, but <laughs> it's funny when you see these guys' sons like with with Kucher's son with the arm lock, Daly's son with swings like him, looks like him. Okay. And then Charlie has here's a point I'm here's a point I'm trying to make. If we're gonna devote all this attention and hype to Charlie Woods, we should be devoting the same same amount of attention to John Daly's no John Daly's kid. Daly didn't because that kid is that kid's legit. He's going to Arkansas. I agree. Part of it is because of his dad, because I don't think he's that actually that good. Secondly, he got his airtime a couple years ago. I mean, holy shit, that kid's gotten a lot of airtime over the last couple of years. So I think that's unfair yeah, well, to say. I think the most underrated team was VJ. <laughs> I thought VJ and his kid was hilarious. They took oh my god! Can we, can we talk about <laughs> VJ's putting grip? There's just so much. Grip? So much going on. VJ is the gift. He changes it all the time, but he's like gripping it like this. He has the glove <laughs> on. <laughs> so oh, bleak. Really great. You, you love to see it, really. It's kind of hard to describe what it's like watching VJ, but there's just something engaging about it. There is. He's, just, he's like fascinating, but he's kind of the Grinch of golf. Like he's just never in a really great mood. Nice Christmas slide in there. Yeah. Here's a, yeah, very good, Sean. I think when I first started watching golf, he was like the first villain to me. Yeah, definitely. And he's unanimously a villain. There's not, there's no one out there that's a huge. I don't think anybody likes VJ. I mean, he's gone through, he's gone through sing pretty much every single, every single caddy on tour. I was distraught when he won the FedEx Cup. Yeah, by all accounts, he's not the best guy out there. He was a good mentor to Paul Tesori. I'm oh, sure sorry, he's fine. Pod. Yeah, I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he's not like the worst guy ever. But there's no Listen, one shout out, out to Deer Antlers that roots for. <laughs> there's no one out there that roots for VJ like they root for Ricky. I I don't want to talk about Ricky. <laughs> We've talked enough about Ricky, and I'm sure we'll talk about him uh, as the Masters approaches. Listen, I will dance on Ricky's grave when he misses the Masters. That's so disrespectful. Please. Okay, what would you, I Sean, what would I you rather see? A Charlie Woods activation or a Ricky activation? Because the they're Rick, both insufferable. Ricky activation. What? what I, I, can't, I, I can't deal with this. I've been a Ricky fan since like 2011. I'm a huge Yeah, you were the OG fan. Ricky bot. Yeah, I am. I used, to, I used to have the whole outfit. I used to wear it all the time. The full orange. It was really 2011, bad. Ricky was one of the purest swings you could find. He might have been the original. He might have been the original, like, top 10 machine who couldn't win. And he passed yeah. that mantle on to, to top 10 Tony Fee now. Yeah. Although Ricky got the monkey off his back kind of early. 
you know, you want it well. For like four years. Yeah. Took him a long time. And he still hasn't gotten the major off his back. But he's gotten the players. Like that win really. Do, do not, do not, do no, not come close huge. to equating it whoa, whoa, whoa. to a major. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. No, actually, if we're going to talk about the players, it's not a major. It's, but it's harder to win than a major. You agree with that? No. It's the best field no. in golf. I don't care about the field. No. I it's don't care. It's the best no. field in don't golf. Get this shit. I hate this argument. Finish. I hate this. this. Yeah, no. I would, I would never is... equate it to a major, but it is more difficult to win. That Every major no, it's not. has the top 50 players in the world in it. And I know the players has is based off world rankings. It gets all the top world ranking guys in. But the guys in the top 50 in the world are the only guys realistically that are going to win a major like 98% of the time. The Masters easier to win. It's the same. It's equally because, like I mean, like Brooks said, half the guys have no chance. Half the guys have no chance in the players. They're just not good enough. Well, guys like guys, guys like Siwoo guys like Siwoo Kim. Yeah, but Siwoo Kim. That's oh yeah, but yeah, that's a fluke. That's one of the two percent. No, 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 that's that. That's not a fluke. Siwoo absolutely balled his ass off. Mike, oh, he did for a week. For a week. Siwoo was a fluke because he can't hit the center of the club face. Anymore. But you can't say he, he guys don't have the a chance to face. win and then also when they win, say it's a fluke. Like, yeah, because I'm allowing, every winner allowing a, a percentage for flukes. It's like 2 to 5% flukes. How is, Siwoo, how is Siwoo such a bad ball striker with such a good swing? Oh, my God. It's, it's insufferable, Mike. I've, I've been saying it for years. He should be so good at golf, and when he and his best is so good. Yeah, like his short game at Sawgrass was unbelievable. Yeah, but then dead last like half the weeks. I know he's toe shanking it. He's missing greens. He's short siding himself. He's yippy on the greens. He stinks. Chris, I saw you slide that Bo Hostler reference in. Uh, Bo Hostler Merry Christmas to Bo Hostler. But shout out Bo Hostler for the European Flag 10 thing. That was one of the greatest gifts that golf has gotten in the last 10 years. When he was going with the European Flag 10. Did you guys see that? No. What are you talking oh about? Oh, my God. He did this bit on Instagram like two years ago. And it was – I mean, I'm sure you could find it in an old post or something. But uh, he used to have his caddy – take the flag out as late as possible when he would tend it. It's called the European flag tend. Apparently like 80 years ago in Europe, they used to take it out right before the ball would go in the hole. So it was like a challenge between him and his caddy, how late they could pull the flag without getting a penalty. Well, it's too bad. He was doing it when he was putting for six. Uh, no. Cause he was actually good a couple years ago. He, his peak was the 2012 U.S. Open at like age 15 when he, when he led for a hot minute. Okay. Didn't he win the hero? No, he I'm lost the hero to Ian Poulter. Oh, shit, yeah. Because he's a hack. Yeah, but he also got in the hero, which is kind of impressive. He also has a funny-shaped body. <laughs> he looks like – he kind of <laughs> looks like bootleg John Rom. He's a walking muffin. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I actually really like Bo Hossler. Let's stop shitting on him. Almost one of the actually friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Uh, yeah, for sure, what? friend of the pod. I love yeah, Bo Mike. Hossler, dude. I love Bo Hossler. Between the European flag tent and the NCAA, <laughs> the shoulder, shoulder out of its socket. He was anchoring. He was anchoring <laughs> at like age sports. 16. Yeah, but you, you have a vendetta against anchoring. I don't. I, I, I very much have an anchoring vendetta. Vendetta against anchoring. Excuse me, Mike. Right, you Chris. might you might want to go to anchoring. It will probably help you. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a little insecurity with you. It is. It is. <laughs> I think we pinpointed it. Can I say one thing? I did have an arm lock putter in in my cart the other day. There we as go. A training, there as we a training. Go. As a no. training. Aid. Nope. We found as it. As a training. Nope, aid. That's, it. It. That's it. That's it. That's it. You're anything, training it. anything you say about anchoring is automatically discredited now. Because, yep, because you don't like that those guys have the confidence to use it. Yep. You're, well, here's the thing. You're too embarrassed. You're too I'll embarrassed use it on the practice screen, but I won't take it on on the course because I am principled, unlike these assholes. 
it's within the <laughs> there rule. There we go. The, the only rule. the only anchor I actually respect was Ernie Els because he said, "Hey, if these guys are gonna cheat, I'm gonna cheat too," which is sick. Dude, that's the mindset you gotta take into it. Yeah, it's but not Ernie's cheating. the also it's not Ernie's cheating, the goat. Yeah. He fought a guy on a private jet. I mean, okay. he punched up let's, Steve Marino. We gotta move on. <laughs> this is the biggest sidetrack. I mean, this podcast was gonna be a sidetrack from the start. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Oh, I love these. These are our best episodes. I also yeah. okay. So before we log off, I do want to mention because it's really bugging me a couple things about college football playoff. And I, first of all, it's a travesty that Notre Dame is in. God. At the end of the day, it didn't really matter. Do you see that picture of uh? Did you see that picture of uh? P. Reed and Justine on the field at ND. Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna I don't what are you gonna say to that? It explains so much. It explains everything. I mean, it it just so it blows my mind. And the fact that they won't go to a six or an eight team playoff is ridiculous to me. The fact that they'll bend over backwards for Notre Dame and Ohio State. Oh god. It's so bad. They don't want to give the small guys a chance. They don't want to do it. What what does Texas A and M have to do? They need to give somebody a blowjob, right? What does Cincy have to does do? Does Jimbo need Carolina to get on his knees? Remember UCF the other year when they were actually like the best team in the country? Well, they went undefeated for two straight years, and then they finally got a big boy game and they got crushed. So that, I, that didn't help them. But I, <laughs> the big game I'm looking forward to is Cincy versus Georgia because. Since he's, I think, the seventh-ranked team, Georgia's the ninth-ranked, I think. But that's a big-boy game. Since he got their big-boy game, if they can beat Georgia, it would help the small guys. I will, I will admit I really have not watched any college football this year just because this, this season's a complete and absolute farce. I, it, <laughs> we sh- Sean, sweet, sweet name, first off. <laughs> Sean says college football sucks, which is a hot take, but this year it does. I've never I mean, been a college football guy, but this year it's a joke. It's an well, actual joke. Here's the thing. They should have never been out there this year. No. Just due to everything that's going on. And especially if you're not getting paid to go out there and you're, and you're going to go out there and more than likely get sick, and a lot of guys have, and all these cancellations. I mean, I think it's great. It's a, I think it's a sham. You I think it's hunt. an absolute sham. You get to watch uh, 100 bowl games. They you, don't mean anything. So you're, yeah, you're you're telling me that you're gonna watch the like the fucking Meineke Car Care Bowl on, on free ads. Yeah, shout out to Meineke. Um, or like the the Idaho Potato Bowl. Oh yeah. In in the lame duck period between Christmas big, and New Year's. Big win for Nevada there, in the Idaho <laughs> Potato Bowl. Oh my god, I might have, let's run through some of these matchups now. What matchups? Oh yeah. Oh the bowl yeah. matchups. Yeah, 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 the bowl matchups. Um, in the Montgomery Bowl, uh, <laughs> Memphis is playing FAU right now. Chris, do you have any takes on that? It's a sick game. I've always been an FAU guy. Love Lane Kiffin. I know he left. He's at Ole Miss now, but <laughs> I forgot about Lane Kiffin. But I love Lane Kiffin, and for that, I'll always like F- FAU. So I'm rooting for him. Uh, big win by Georgia Southern. Earlier today, they beat Louisiana Tech. Um, we got some good games coming up. I mean, how can you? I'm not- looking at the Music City Bowl uh, on the 30th, Florida and Oklahoma. Great game. Great game. That's a great game. Florida, Oklahoma, no, that's a Cotton Bowl. Music City uh, Bowl, Iowa, Missouri. Oh, right. You're right. I'm sorry. I, I read it the wrong Iowa way around. Bowl, the Alamo Bowl. Shout out Buffs playing God. Texas. It is. Right bowl. How did how did Auburn get into the Peach Bowl? Um, I don't know. They suck. But shout out Gus Malzahn. Merry they Christmas. Suck. They're going to get destroyed by Northwest. <laughs> they are going to get absolutely pumped. God, there are some there are some atrocious games. Why? I don't understand. I've never understood why there's so many bowl games and they're making. <laughs> it's so stupid, actually. But you want to watch? I want to. 
I've always wanted to get into the mindset of somebody who'd go out to these like random bowl games for, you know, like a seven and five college football team. Um, I mean, hey, if you're a fan of the team, what can you do? I actually did go to the Citrus Bowl one year when uh, it was Matt Ryan's last year and BC, all BC had to do was win the ACC championship game against Florida State and they would have been in the national championship. And, of course, it fucking blew it because Matt Ryan had some JV wide receivers. <laughs> and so they ended up playing Michigan State and I think it was the Citrus Bowl. It was in Orlando. And that was actually pretty fun, I have to say. It is stupid, though, how Mississippi State, 3-7, and seven, they're in a bowl. Arkansas is 3-7, and seven, they're in a bowl. Um, I mean, some of these teams – I mean – Colorado's played five games during the Alamo Bowl. Um, not to knock on Colorado, but I mean. Do you have any thoughts about Brett Bielema at Illinois? Uh, I don't have any strong takes. I don't have any strong takes. Nice to see. That's all. It's good to see. Good, good for him. Good, good for him. <laughs> there, there, there'll be a nice ham on his table for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Sean, anyway. Sean. Sean's just out to lunch right now. Sean's silent. I hate college just, football. I didn't didn't even oh want to play any part in that. Sean just changed the name on his Zoom to College Football Socks. Yeah. Um, never been a fan. It's going to be interesting to see the retention rate really drop as we switch to college football on this yeah. episode. Uh, I just want to say one thing. I hope uh, – I hope James Harden gets a lump of coal for Christmas. <laughs> Fuck himself. Uh, he's on the naughty list. As well as Kyrie. As well as Kyrie. Same goes for Katie. Um, I, I'm, in full, I'm in full panic mode right now with the Nets. Yeah, it's a scary thought. God, th- imagine. Title. I, I, I can't. I am panicking at the sight of we get to the second week of June and I see Kyrie saging a fucking Staples Center. Mike, I'd never thought I'd say this, but thank God for the Lakers. I know. Thank God. Will, Seriously, they they whoa, might defend whoa, the title. Whoa. You would you I'd would ra- rather I, see dude, the Lakers I, win? I would rather have any team win than the Nets. Chris, who I would you rather see Kyrie win? more than any athlete dude, in the history the, of sports? The Celtics and the Lakers. You want to give the Lakers? You want to have them go ahead of the Celtics in title? No, 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 no. I'd rather have them go the ahead than the than the Nets. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I I honestly would too. I I could not Come stand to now. watch Kyrie and KD win another. Get your head out of the sand, dude. Get your head out of the sand. Wake up. Get a grip. <laughs> Seriously. You got to take a walk. You got to take a walk. <laughs> I do Seriously. have to take a walk, actually. Uh, honestly, if, if it's the Nets and the Lakers in the finals, I will j- jump off the roof of my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be like, great. I don't know what I would do. Oh, I would buy a LeBron jersey. I would buy a LeBron jersey. That is the darkest the thing you've ever said. It's super dark. I mean, it's super, super dark. But uh, I just can't stand the Nets. I can't stand Kyrie and KD. Hey, do we want to do – can we do no. matchups with, with, with the Christmas games? No, 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 no. No, because – nah. Just no. I mean, I don't know what the games are. We got majority Knicks, Knicks there. We we have also have one more question, Mike. We have one more thing on the you got the bone next bootleg agenda that we are not really following. So, I'm going to be staging the TV when the Celtics play the Nets on Christmas Day. Yeah, seriously. Um, but Chris, do you want to lead us into the last question here? Oh my God! And Penning possibly the best question. Mouth. All right, I'll just say panic just flew into my mouth. I was <laughs> fiddling with this pen all episode. Jesus Christ! I accidentally opened and went into my mouth. Man, if God, any, get a grip. Jeez, if anyone's fuck. still listening at this point, I'd be surprised. Yeah, <laughs> I would. The last ten minutes of this. All right, the most underrated part about golf is slash some, the thing so that many... we're most thankful for in a time where you know you've got okay, to be blah thankful. blah blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, blah blah blah. Okay, I would say that. I think the most underrated part about golf is putting contests 
on the green in the summer? Yeah, that's a really good answer. That is a good answer. Man, putting could be its own game. It could be its own sport. It's that fun when you get competitive with putting. It is. You don't even need the full swing. Just putting. You can just chill out, you know, have a couple drinks. You're out there in the sun. You're just – you, there's so many games you can there's play. So many fun games you can play. Yeah, you get a you get a beer, you untuck your shirt, take your shoes off, and you just just put away. It's the best way to end the day. Uh, sneaky to to go with that underrated thing in golf is good putting greens. Putting greens with a lot of slope are awesome for putting games like that. Yep. When yep. you get a really tricked out putting green, you can have a lot of fun. Yep. Really sick. Yeah. Um, and there's so many things that are underrated about golf. I think mini golf has become underappreciated now that I've become a, to kind of relate it to the putting aspect. Now that we're, you know, we're real golfers. Whenever we go mini golfing, like when were once we in not blue real moon. Oh yeah. You weren't a real golfer for most of your life, but yeah, that is true. Yeah. I mean, I, I picked up the game you pretty were... late. Yeah. People would think you're bowling most of the time when you go out on the golf course. <laughs> Especially when well, just I mean, on the ground, people think you're bold. <laughs> yeah, big singer guy. Also, when I, you know, I mean, I could put, I could put the ball. You also play ping pong around the greens, sculling them out of bunkers and stuff. So you can I'm play multiple sports on the golf course. Just what golf- are you talking about? I'm a fucking great bunker player. Mike hangs his hat on the fact that he's a good bunker player. If you insult <laughs> bunker game, it's like you're insulting <laughs> his kid. Yeah, because I'm. I, I, I assure like, you that I'm a better bunker player than both of you. Wait, what'd you say, Chris? How old your kid now? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm, I have no answer. Mike, you might be a better bunker player than me, considering I have the bunker play of like a 10 handicap. You're an atrocious bunker player. Yeah. I'm only good at like short-sided flop shots. Well, you have a game improvement wedge. I got a new wedge. It has 83 bounce, so I can actually hit bunker shots now. I got the most absurd stamping on my wedge the other week. Yeah. What was it again, Mike? Uh, Fear Pasco. <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever said that in their life. <laughs> That's forcing the issue there. Yeah. I know, right? I, I texted my club fitter. I'm like, hey, can I send this in? Can you get the stamping? He's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't blame Just because. He just goes, LOL. I'm like, what's so funny? <laughs> Dear Pasco, that's great. Yeah. I mean, right. well, maybe it'll come to fruition. Maybe you'll say it enough times that it'll, it'll speak really Speak it, believe happen. it, receive it. Speak it, yeah. believe it, receive it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, real quick, I think the most underrated thing about golf, and I've been a – you know, I've had my gripes with the handicap system for sure. Uh, but I think the ability to play a match against anyone – is yep. super cool. Yeah, and you can have polio. You can, have yeah, one you foot, can make one, golf as competitive or non-competitive as you want. Like, there's a lot of sports that you can play competitively, but it's it's difficult to go out there and like have fun and just shoot around a basketball. The best player in the world could play an average player in the world and have a really competitive match. In no other sport can you have LeBron play your average Joe. Yeah, and have a competitive match where they're both trying as hard as they can can't happen yeah i and and the only thing that that would make golf better i think is if you could do away with the foursome thing like golf has to be played in foursomes no it doesn't i will tell you this no i agree there needs to be more leniency later in the day i think golf should be able to play be played in big groups as long as you play quickly and can i tell you can i tell you something make golf even more collaborative how about four balls not fighting people four balls yeah four balls in play alternate shot alternate shot eight man alternate shot is so much fun one of the most fun experiences i ever had playing golf was after our was after our club member guest we went out to our nine hole course chris and there were like 10 of us and we played like alternate shot hammer with like two teams and oh my god six balls in play it was so much fun we just ransacked we just ransacked the mini bar and and we just went out there and just shot the shit you ransacked the mini bar (laughs) i mean yeah that's me you didn't do anything and then a couple others we just partook in it and then all also 
at San Francisco Golf Club, there's a policy in where if they're on, if there's somebody on the tee, you must invite them into your group. So my first time there, I ended up playing in an eight sum, and we played in we played in three hours and fifteen minutes. That's that's fantastic. Like if you was, can play fast, you should be able to play with as many people as you want, as long as you let people play through and the course isn't jammed. Yeah, it was. Well, granted, there's like 200 members at San Francisco Golf Club, so we literally had this entire ballpark yeah. to ourselves. You feel like kings out there, but there were literally eight of us, and we played. And we played a quick round of golf. I do want to denounce, though. You have all these last things. It's like, well, lastly, here's the thing. We've been going on for 20 minutes on last points. So I've been saying, I said that the handicap system, it does, it does make golf equal in some respects. But I am really stingy with giving shots. Like, I don't like to give shots because I, when I play against people that, I'm, that are better than me, I don't like to take shots. So if you're within two shots of someone, handicap-wise, I don't think you should get shots. That's just how it should be. The handicap system is also – it favors sandbaggers. Exactly. That's why I think within two shots, the rule should be you got to play it straight up. Yeah, get better. Get better. Play better. Be better. better. Fear Pasco. I hit a chili dip. It was off the it was off the hosel. I mean Cameron Davis is a joke. Mike, you got any yeah. takes on the e-golf pro tour? You already have iron <laughs> covers. You already look like a giant <laughs> pussy. I don't care. I honestly don't give a shit. He could be six feet under at this point, whoever WD. I didn't watch a single bit of it, but I'm going to chirp at the Fairmont St. Andrews because of the name. Paul Tesori. Paul Tesori, friend of the pod. Neiman, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Yeah. Friend of the pod on Betsy. Terrell Haddon, are you kidding me? And there's a raccoon, no joke, like 20 feet away. From <laughs> Florida. Say Florida, I'm hanging. Florida. No, you can't yeah. say Florida. <laughs>